Ladies and gentlemen, from the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice, Deacon Gerald Celenti. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice. The only church in the world that keeps talking about freedom, peace and justice. Not the Catholics, not the Episcopalians. Don't hear it from the Mormons. Nope. What happened to the Seventh-day Adventists? Waiting for the eighth day? Where are all the religions? No talk about peace. No talk about peace. How come they're not taking to the streets and calling the people together to unite for peace on earth, goodwill to all? No, they just support wars, I guess. All these religions, they call themselves religions of peace. No support from them. We had a rally in Kingston, New York on May 27th. And of course, you go to the Occupy Peace site and you see the rally. Like none other in America or the world. We got zero media coverage from it. Zero, nada, nothing. Sent out thousands of press releases. Nope. You're not allowed to talk about peace. You only could support war. And we're on the verge of nuclear war. World War III's already begun. This past Thursday, they had a meeting at the Ukraine Defense Contact Group. And the United States Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, whose last job was on the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor, and as we've written in the Trends Journal, made $7 million from sitting on the board of directors of these different places after he was a general in the United States Army, a general in the United States Army sitting on the board of directors of the second biggest defense contractor in the United States, now our Secretary of Defense, who, again, a general in Ukraine behind the murder of how many, you? excuse me, the general in Iraq during the Iraq war, how many people did he kill in Iraq? Yeah, that Lloyd Austin at a meeting, he said, quote, Ukraine's fight is a marathon. Isn't that a nice, isn't that a nice way to put it? A marathon. Oh yes, a marathon. We're going to run a race. And not a sprint. Oh, how clever. It's a long run, not a short run. Isn't that nice language to use in a murderous war that I just heard RFK Jr. say, according to the data, some 350,000 Ukrainian men and boys have been killed so far. 20% of the country occupied by Russia, Ukraine's infrastructure being destroyed. Oh, it's a marathon. It's a marathon. So we will continue to provide Ukraine with the urgent capabilities that it needs to meet this moment. Oh, what are the urgent capabilities? Oh, more weapons of death. More weapons of death from a man 
that worked on the board of directors of the second largest defense contractor, Weapons of Death Company in America. As well as what it needs to help to keep itself secure for the long term from Russian aggression. Not mentioning the United States overthrow the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in 2014, as detailed in the Trends Journal. Not mentioning the vow that Bush Sr. made to Gorbachev when the Soviet Union broke up, that NATO would not move one inch further. There were 16, now 30 NATO countries. Oh, it's Russia aggression. And again, I'm, we're totally opposed to the war. Totally opposed to it. But we understand totally why it's happened. The Kremlin's imperial ambitions have inflicted unimaginable suffering on the Ukraine people. And thanks to the United States and NATO, we keep bloodying the killing fields. No, he didn't say that. Just the first part. Together, we will stay united. Isn't that nice that we have one guy, a general murderer, speaking for all of we the people, that we stand, I do not stand united for murderous wars. How dare you include me in your theme of war? Nobody pushing back. We are, and we need your support to keep this happening. And the only reason it's happening is because we the little people are making it happen. We're not getting money from the big people. We get dollars and hundreds of dollars and, and, and $50 and $5 and $10. We need millions of dollars to make this movement happen. Miley predicts very violent Ukrainian counteroffensive. Oh, this is another murderous man, Miley. Yeah, the guy that's the head of the uh, United States G Joint Chief of Staff. Yep. He said on Thursday again that Ukraine's counteroffensive will be long and, quote, very violent. Isn't that nice? Very violent. Let's support it. Let's support it. Let's be very violent. Miley made me ask, he expects the counteroffensive to last, saying it was premature. To put a timeline on the battle, this is a very difficult fight. It's a very violent fight. And it will likely take a considerable amount of time and at a high cost. Oh, a high cost. High cost of money and a high cost of life. He doesn't say life or money. Just a high cost. He said Ukraine is making steady progress. Yep. If you want to conduct an offensive and you have a dozen brigades and a few dozen tanks, you concentrate them and try to break through. The Ukrainians have been running around in five different directions, a senior European official told Asia Times. Anyway, the U.S. has already announced a new weapons package to replace the Bradley and Stryker armored vehicles that Ukraine has lost. And Ukraine's asking for more tanks. Isn't that great? So now, 
is the ramping up of talk about a nuclear exchange. We've been warning about this since the war broke out. You cover your trends journal. Two days before the war happened, on February 22nd, 2022, from COVID war to Ukraine war to world war, with that nuclear explosion behind it. So uh, President Dmitry Medvedev of Russia, former president, threatened, quote, a preemptive nuclear strike against Europe. And uh, his professor over there, who's very close to Putin, Sergei Karaganov, and he's on Moscow's Council of Foreign and Defense Policy, said, quote, it is necessary that the West simply back off and not prevent Russia and the world from moving forward. He said nuclear strikes could be unleashed if other countries don't supply weapons to Ukraine. Adding people need to be warned of the need to leave their places of residence near objects that could become targets of nuclear strikes in countries that provide direct support to the Kiev regime. This is last week. And on Friday, Russian President Vladimir Putin says, explain the stance on the use of nuclear weapons. So this is becoming the narrative. This is from Russia Today. Russia will utilize its nuclear arsenal only if faced with existential threat, Russian Vladimir Putin has said, warning that continuous talk about such weapons lowers the threshold for actually using them. And the mainstream media is already selling the fear and putting it in the hearts, minds, bodies of the people. Business Insider, yep, the thing owned by that German conglomerate on June 9th, they had a several page article. If nuclear, if a nuclear bomb is dropped on your city, here's what you should and shouldn't do to increase your chances of staying alive. How about that for real stupidity and ignorance? Staying alive after a nuclear blast. As John F. Kennedy said in his speech to the graduating students at American University in June of 1963, when it was all about peace, he said if the United States goes to war, nuclear war against the Soviet Union, 1963, 73, 83, 93, 2003, 2013, 2000, and here we are in 23. All those years later, he said the world will be destroyed in 24 hours. But they're giving you 
here's what to do if a nuclear bomb goes off. Like when I was a little kid, they had us hiding under a desk. Like that was going to make a difference. Idiocy of the highest degree. Drop to the ground with your face down and your hands tucked under your body. Why don't you put your hands out? Oh, your hands are good. For, what about the back of my body? No, no, just do what we tell you to do. Stand six feet apart. Maybe that's what they should be telling everybody. If there's a nuclear explosion, stand six feet apart. Yep. Yep. Don't seek shelter in your car. Stupidity. And then, remember that was June 9th? On June 16th, Business Insider. Where to find food and water that's safe to eat in the event of a nuclear apocalypse by Kelly Birch. A nuclear apocalypse? And you're telling me where I can find food and water? Who'd want to live after an apocalypse? Get this in your head, everybody. When all else fails, they take you to war. And the global economy is failing in front of our eyes. Europe is in a recession. Oh, New Zealand just announced they're in a recession too. One country after another going down. The idiocy of this. The idiocy. Start eating what's ever in your fridge. Your fridge. Your fridge got no power in it anymore. Your fridge. <laughs> One stupidity after another. Yep. Void mushrooms. Prepare for long-term changes. What else do they have here? Oh, yeah. One dumb thing after another. Oh, and don't eat any meat. Don't go hunting because the animals are all contaminated. Well, if the animals are contaminated, how about the people? So there you have it. It's going down in front of our eyes. We are on the cusp of a nuclear annihilation. World War III has already begun. You saw what happened the other day. It came out uh, early in this week. U.S. government agencies hit by global cyber attack. Oh, who did it? Oh, the Russians. Just like that Russia gate never happened, where they said that Russia was the one that made Trump win the election. And people believed it. And now they're talking about a cyber attack by Russia. You see what they're doing? They're setting the groundwork for this. It's going to be a false flag or a nuclear exchange that's going to make it official. Now, what happens if there's a cyber attack in a bank? Sorry, folks, you lost all your money. But don't worry about it. 
We have a digital coin for you. Yeah. So we know every penny you spent, where you spent it, what you spent it on, so we could get our tax dollars to give it to the military industrial complex, which according to Brown University's study that came out three weeks ago, since 9-11, the United States spent over $8 trillion. And they're not sure they killed either between 4.3 or 4.5 million people. We have demonic evil people in charge. They're murderers. They're murderers. You don't ask the bloods of the crypts why they murder and steal. It's who they are. And you don't ask these politicians why they murder and steal. That's who they are. Most of them, not all of them, the vast majority of them, evil, demonic people that support war after war after war. It breaks my heart to see what America was and is. Again, when the people from other countries came to America, they slaughtered all the Native Americans that they could. They broke every agreement that they signed with the Native Americans, every agreement the government broke. And then start expanding to Mexico, South America, Asia. One war after another. And now we're in the war to end all life if we don't end it. I read you what they are saying. I'm not making this up. The words are coming from them. This is not a marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. A long, very violent Ukraine counteroffensive. Yep. Yep. This guy, Karaganov, claimed that Western countries have lost, quote, the fear of hell or Armageddon, which could result in a full-scale nuclear war. So there you have it. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You better do something. United we stand, divided we die. We need your support. That rally that we put on, nothing like it. We want to keep putting on more, but we need more money to do it. A lot of that money had to come out of the pockets of myself to make this happen. But I thank all of you that donated, because some of you very generously did. But you saw the list of speakers we had here. Dennis Kucinich, RFK Jr.'s National Campaign Manager. Frank Morano, Craig Jadula, John Whitehead, and others. We got to keep this going because if we don't, we're going to be living hell on earth. So thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned. And you might want to consider subscribing to the Trends Journal if you're not already because we're giving you information 
That's going to help you a lot in seeing the future and what you can do to help change it. So thanks for tuning in and thank you so much for being a member of the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. Amen and a women. <laughs>